And that's exactly how it's been sort of perverted to be used here. Um, so after that letter was put out by the president, getting to those recordings yeah. very quickly. Yeah, please. Two weeks, a couple of weeks, a few days, I don't remember the time frame. Very quickly after, just completely coincidentally, an Antifa front pops up from the ground, completely new. Um, it's called Macabre Action. A actual Antifa. They're publishing on a website that's only used by Antifa. Are they geographically based? I don't know. I okay. don't know that we even know. I, I just know that they're on no blogs, uh, the sort of a domain that they're using that is explicitly Antifa. That's not like that's just where they congregate or something. That's only Antifa. These guys spring up out of nowhere. A bunch of uh, Lutheran pastors in this conservative synod were following them from the get-go. And... Uh, their first article was a hit piece against a uh, few people, including me. Um, and they got a few facts wrong. Their allegations against me and everyone else was that we were all fascists trying to take over the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and uh, we were white supremacists, we were false Christians, um, we need to get rid of them or else, uh, you know, Hitler number two is going to come to power and the whole world's going to die. Um, basically what the whole article boils down to, it's absolutely hysterical. They get some of their facts wrong. Uh, number one, uh, my association with the Mises Institute, a very hardcore libertarian group, should show you I'm not really a fascist. I don't really buy into the everything within the state, nothing outside of it doctrine. Yeah, that, so people don't know what fascism means <laughs> right. nowadays because it's used as a slur for anything right. we don't like. But fascism, um, the, the metaphor of fascism was a, 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 cord, a, a, a bunch of sticks is not easily broken. Right. That, that you need everybody oriented working together in the same direction. Right. The state's job is to con uh, congregate power, solid and and there is nothing outside of the state. Right. Libertarianism is the opposite. Yeah, it's the exact opposite. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, so to say that that you're a fascist is not uh, definitionally accurate. Right. Well, it's, it's not. I don't even know what you'd say besides definitionally. It's just not accurate. Yeah. Like I, nothing that I do could be mistaken for fascism if you just looked at it and just parsed through it for more than five minutes. Yeah. Even less than five minutes. If you just looked at it for one minute, like there, there's no way you can mistake me for a fascist if you're being honest, mm -hmm. which might be the key here. Perhaps they aren't honest. Maybe well, Antifa is I not that, an honest actor. So you know how like in the modern world, racism, the, the, the meaning of racism got inverted. Mm -hmm. It used to be that we need to be colorblind, that there is no reality to race. We're aiming at a, a colorblind future. Now racism is if you don't acknowledge mm -hmm. differences in race, if you're not a racial essentialist to some degree, mm -hmm. if you're not a redistributionist, then you're a racist. Right. So similarly, I think that's what's happened with fascism, where it started with a political ideology, but now you're a fascist if you're at all sympathetic to right-leaning understandings right. of state. Right. And that's exactly how they meant it, obviously, yeah. but it's yes. just, just to make that point there for the audience, because they're probably the only few people that would care, it's very clearly not true, and you can just... The doctrine of fascism, I think, is like eight pages. It's like a 20-minute read. Okay. You can read that and compare it to literally anyone around today that's been called a fascist. Right. It's not going to fit for a single no, one of them. No, 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 no. The, the, the <laughs> def a lot of definitions have been either inverted or right. def just really gone from its moorings. So that's what right. makes talking today so difficult. Right, exactly. Is we try and use words that have meaning, but depending on who you talk to, those words have very different meaning or sometimes right. no meaning. So Glenn Lowry says... You know who Glenn Lowry is? I believe maybe. so, yeah. Uh, conservative uh, black thinker yes, yep. says that um, there are many words like alt-right or racist that really don't have to correspond with anything real. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's the modern day equivalent of calling someone a witch. Right, exactly. So 
you're a person I don't have to care about. I yep. can demonize. I yep. can de- demolish anything that, that you have to say. And so that's what's going on within the LCMS leadership yes. with you. Has there been any well, kind of, in the above structure, has there been anyone who ranks up high that's been like, turnip seed's fine, leave them alone? Um, I've heard people say that they've heard other people's, uh, you know, other people in that structure say that I've been fine, but you know that's hearsay. Okay. Um, I don't want to go promulgating rumors and all this other sure. stuff. Yeah. Uh, so You only know what you know. Right. All right, dive into the larger story wherever you want. Right, right. So... Um, that uh, Antifa front puts out one more very hilarious mess up that they did, and we'll get into why. Why are we focusing on the Antifa document? We'll get there immediately after. Well, do this. you suspect that they're not actually Antifa? They're just like is some uh, Lutherans that are sympathetic to leftism. Or I mean, you? they could be both. I, they're not mutually yeah, exclusive. There might so. be some Lutheran Antifa. Antifa. Yeah, that would not shock me. Um, I'm not aware of any. United Methodist Antifa. <laughs> you, the LCMS might be further left than the UMC in well, that way. That's, well, that's crazy. We'll get there in a second. We okay. don't know the identities of the Antifa front, so I'm uh-huh. not going to okay. uh, speculate too far on it. They okay. just have. They know a ton about Lutheranism, and they have the connections in order to get on this domain that's Antifa exclusive. So, okay, yeah. Um, they got one very key, hilarious point wrong. And this dossier of all these supposed Lutheran fascists, their last hit was against a guy that was not a Lutheran and was not a fascist. He was a Jewish Roman Catholic. Oh, that's right. I remember. Democrat from New York name. City. Uh, his uh, his real name's like Robert something, but his uh, online persona was uh, Luthemplar at the time. Yes. Uh, so that all sounded. That was so. Uh, when I read these documents, I just could not. At that point, I'm just like, this is so weird. <laughs> But is he just one of these guys on Twitter that you would talk with sometimes? Yeah, I, I mean, I just met him for the first time last week. Um, In person? So, yeah, yeah, because okay. he, um, all, I have my own history channel on YouTube. He'll donate money and all this other stuff we have. Obviously, by the fact he is a Democrat in New York City, he votes down ballot blue, and he's a Roman Catholic. We don't agree on too terribly much, but he's sane. He's a good conversation yeah, partner. Yeah, yeah, he's sane. He won't call me a racist or all this other stuff. He has a lot of the same instincts that uh, I and my friends might have. Mm-hmm. So he's not like, I won't say he's bad necessarily any worse than you could be voting for those candidates in New York City, but um, not quite a fascist. No, that doesn't that really fit in no. any way, but they they, they lampooned him. Yeah, anyway. they, they lampooned him, but they they believed it because they were trying to they were trying to weave him into this grand narrative saying he's the propagandist of the secret fascist block. Which That's weird. It's weird, but it's wrong. It, and it's so wrong that I don't think they were trying to just misrepresent him. I think they got it wrong. There's if you knew who he was, a Jewish Roman Catholic versus down ballot blue. No, they didn't because they didn't they mention it. They just looked at who was yeah, funding you. Right. You, you would have to... Uh, he only mentions those things in very niche places, very, very unknown places. So they would have to actually do detective work to find out that that was who he was. Okay. All they saw was his most public-facing stuff. He made a... Uh, um, he made a meme about Kanye whenever he was doing his sort of national socialist stint. Um, so he put like a a German flag behind him as like a joke and it took off. So they took that to mean this guy endorses fascism. Okay. Which is the most, the largest leap in logic I've heard so far. See, and this is where a lot of, I don't even know how much my audience is going to watch this because it's so far outside of the normal United Methodist. uh, This is a whole other world to them. And it's a scary world where you're dealing in memes and fake names and code words. Yep. 
um, and you're navigating all of this. Yeah. But you're in the midst of a. Would the LCMS be similar to the UMC in that it it is very intimidated and scared by and doesn't want anything to do with this online world where there's different social rules and norms? I would say it's irrefutable, and I left out this detail trying to buy time and all this other stuff. But whenever that uh, criti- whenever those uh, initial criticisms took off so successfully at the start, mm-hmm. um, the reaction from most of the sort of liberal moderate pastors was to just claim that I didn't exist. I'm not exaggerating, not being hyperbolic. That was their claim, was that an anonymous, unknown person named Ryan Turnipseed published these criticisms, and for some reason, people are listening to them. How dare they? Mm. Um, And upon being told, and this has been sort of a running joke now about my person, upon being told that I was actually real, Mm. I went to church regularly and all this other stuff, um, one of the pastors in, I think, New England, uh, around there, moderate pastor, um, he said, well, someone just told us that this Ryan Turnipseed guy, guy exists. What proof is there? So they were just, they were so caught off guard, I think you could say, that they just denied I existed and tried to hope the problem would go away if they just didn't acknowledge yeah. it. So yeah. I think it's irrefutable to say it's an absolutely terrifying world for them, and they don't know how to navigate it. Yeah. Um, so, And it is intimate. Well, it's... Either you're completely indifferent. I mean, hypothetically, a person could exist representing a denomination, getting mm-hmm. involved in denominational stuff that really is a cancer, right. you know? But because they're being a cancer in a sphere that is very foreign to the institution, mm-hmm. they could stay away, and this person could just really hurt the institution. So right. I understand why there has to be an institutional response. Right. But it is kind of shameful... They're willing to. I mean, it seems like they already came to the conclusion they wanted, which is yeah. shut him up. He's got to go yeah. without really doing because anywhere there's a threat, there's also a a, a promise. There's also potential. So mm-hmm. what what if uh, you or someone like you were able to effectively engage this whole online sphere in mm-hmm. a way that mobilizes people for Christ? It has that potential, whether or not this well, particular issue points to that. But the fact that their response is immediately defensive and hostile. Mm-hmm says something about institutionalism. Right. Well, and I and a few people have been doing that. Um, it's pretty regular now that we'll get people typically on the right that'll say, I just went back to church for the first time in years because of you and all this other stuff, oh, wow. so thank you. So, like, that's a pretty regular message that I and a bunch of others will get. So it's not like we've, it's not like we're just being, like, petty philosophers arguing online or something yeah. like ivory tower intellectual arguments. It's, you know, we're, we're actually... We do have people that will write in and say, "Hey, helped us out here. Thank you." So, oh, like, wow. that's a, it's a good thing that we've been doing, and it's part of why I just keep going. Is because as long as I get that sort of a, as long as people are like positively going towards Christianity as a result of this, I'm not going to just stop it. Sure. Because an institution is threatened. Yeah. Um. So, but that that was one thing that happened early on. Yeah. Um. So this Antifa article gets published, um, and then a few weeks later. That, uh, and this is where that whole story starts. Uh, my pastor sends an email to my dad. My dad finds out that all the other elders received a much more detailed email than he did. Mm. Um, he shows up to the meeting anyways that he was told to recuse himself from. Um, and they all agree unanimously um, that there should be sort of like a conversation with me to just find out what's happening. Yeah. So that's, that's the mandate that they all voted on unanimously. That's what they were talking about. Um, and eventually this conversation rolls around. Um, it's in the middle of March. <clears throat> it's at, at night. I show up there expecting uh, my pastor, the guy that's like above him in our hierarchy, 
Um, and maybe one other guy that was in this sort of chat where I was told there would be a conversation, but I wasn't told what it was going to be about really. Show up there, and it's my pastor and the guy above him, and two completely separate people that I hadn't been told about at all that would be present until like half an hour beforehand. Mm -hmm. So off to a great start already. They're withholding information. You know, what are we going to be talking about? I don't know. They changed who was going to be there at the last second yeah. and added in four people on the sort of questioning side and then me on the other side. Mm -hmm. um, so very sort of tense environment, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Um, it's designed to put you off, uh, right. out of your comfort zone, feeling insecure. Uh, they have all the power. You have none. The, this is a, a thing... Well, the United Methodist Church mm -hmm. does it as well. I got right. called before my bishop, and he had four other people in the room. Right. I was surrounded. I was not allowed to have anyone friendly come be with me. Um, it, it, it still worked out fine for me in that case, but for a lot of other people, the, the dynamics of such a setting are so overpowering right. that they're uh, set up to fail. Right, exactly. It's, a, it's an intimidation tactic yeah. is what it is. So, yeah. um, so I go into this meeting. Um, and I record it for one specific reason. And we talked about this at the beginning. Um, I recorded all of these conversations that I had with these people um, because at another church um, in Oklahoma as oh, well. Oh, yes. I wanted to know about this. Yeah. Yes. So I, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm at liberty to divulge too much details, ah, but it's a church on. in Oklahoma with an elder. Yeah. Um, oh, you can't even tell me the church. I was going to follow up with the elder and see what he would tell well, me. Well, I might be able to tell you after okay. this, but... All right. um, uh, just for the public sphere right now. I understand. Um, okay. Church in Oklahoma, there was an elder um, who was forced to resign. Um, there was a confrontation in a parking there, lot there, that was recorded. Okay, that's a different story. By the story. bad guy. Oh, that's, that's a different, a different story. So, okay, 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 um, okay. That, I'm cleaning my brain. Yeah. Okay, this guy. The, <laughs> There's been a whole series of purges. I, I It's a very confusing time. Yeah, you're not the so first person that's I'm been I'm like the kicked. third or fourth. Okay. So I haven't been kicked out yet. I've just been put one step beforehand. But oh, we'll, sure. we'll yeah, get there yeah, in a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so this, uh, relevant to the story, why I recorded these conversations, there was an elder um, in this other church in Oklahoma, and he showed up to this meeting that was supposed to be with him and a couple other guys, including his pastor. He showed up there, and it was the entire board of elders and the pastor, and they were basically pressuring him the whole time to resign because he had spoken to me and a couple of other people about this catechism stuff. Oh, so this still has to do with you. Yeah. Uh, oh. So he was, I think he was probably the second guy in this line of purges. Um, so he resigned the elder position, and he uh, he assented at the beginning. His pastor said, we're going to record this just in case. The guy said, all right, thinking he would get a copy at the end. Yeah. So this thing ends. He resigned his position. He asks the pastor for a copy of the recording, yeah. and the pastor just says, uh, no, I don't think we will. <laughs> and that's where it ended. Yeah. So going into this... Yeah. Um, I'm going to record everything there yes. because I'm not going to be caught without a recording if well, they have one as and well. And I have to camp out on this, and I, I've done it before, but this is one of those things. We live in the modern world where we have these recording I left mine over there, but I've got a recording <laughs> device right here. To have a recording device and not use it in any situation where it could turn into he said, she said is just irresponsible right. at this point. If you don't know it, Oklahoma at least is a one-party consent state. It is legal any conversation that you are a part of, you can and you should record it if it can turn into he said, she said. If you are a leader in any capacity, you have no excuse. If you are being called in for disciplinary reasons, don't even trust, even if they say they'll give you a copy later, don't trust them. 
have your own copy. Uh, I, I don't know many people other than you. I'm the only person in the United Methodist Church mm-hmm. I know. I recorded my Board of Ordained Ministry meetings going mm-hmm. back a decade. Uh, so many other people think they're just we're, mo- we're morally obligated to trust one, in- one another for some reason. Right. But if you have a correct anthropology, you know, people are sinners. <laughs> right. If you have an understanding of how institutions work, they always work defensively and they crush the little guy. If you know what's good for you, you record. And then in your event, you did this other guy, he got recorded, but they wouldn't give him the right. recording. Because, and that's why it was so shocking is because we thought that this would be done in at least a shred of good faith, maybe a facade. Yeah. No. And it, he just got, like, basically backhanded. Yeah, just like, no, no you're, you're not going to get a copy of this. So... Any there are people you'll do ministry with for decades mm-hmm. that you think have honor. Yeah, that when these things come into play, none of that counts. Very clearly, I, I would I would say more on the story because there's more on that line I'm there, sure but there is, I, yeah. it would reveal the guy's I identity. Understand, so, I um, that's uh that's what what happened there, and I was just so in shock from it that I was like, well, it doesn't matter how much I trust these guys, you know, if they if they can just do that, I have to record as well. Right. So, um, this meeting was an absolute uh, insane asylum. Um, because I show up, the guy asks, do you know why we're here? And I said, well, the only thing you told me was it had something to do with my online dealings. Mm -hmm. That was all that I was told. And the pastor says, we're concerned about your associations with this guy, this guy, and this guy. Mm -hmm. And those people that he mentions just so happen to line up perfectly with that Antifa article from earlier in the same order. Which you had seen, yeah. Yeah, so strange coincidence but we'll get there soon so right now it's just circumstantial coincidences uh-huh. maybe a pattern's forming but not quite yet yeah um and he just lists off names and he says um he says uh i i i ask okay why do you want me to disassociate with them entirely he says well here's all the things that we think they've done wrong and he yeah. reads out to, he reads out to me one line paraphrases from things i just have to trust him that they pulled it from correct sources Afterwards, I found out that some things were just fabricated, if not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I didn't put much faith in it to begin with, but um, that's just kind of what I was given. That was the only ta- tangible. It was read out to me. That was the only, like, factual thing I was yeah, given. Yeah, they gave you nothing in print. Right, yeah, nothing at all. So I was, gev- I was given these, like, one-line paraphrases of here's everything that's wrong with these people that we've read out. Uh, we need you to completely disassociate with them forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ask, all right, is there anyone else you want me to disassociate with? Um, and they mentioned that guy from the Antifa article, Luthemplar. Yeah. So this says two, a few things. One, they are not doing their own research right. because, once again, just a cursory glance over the guy's like life yeah. would show he's not a radical at all. In fact, he's far, much farther to the left than I am. Yeah. He's not a left-wing radical, so he's not in the other direction. He's just he's a moderate leftist, sure. if you will. Yeah. Um, very intelligent, very good to talk to, but he's not a fascist. <laughs> like that's a is an insane accusation. So, um, one, that's that's the source they're using. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's the only reason they would uh, that they would bring his name in. So, I immediately clicked for me there. That's the only reason they would bring it up. So now yeah. I was sort of like on the not defensive, but I was sort of I'm not treating this from that point on in the recordings as if it's a good faith discussion. Yeah. Because they aren't telling me what they're using. Right. They're just, they're thinking that I'm not going to notice them using the exact same lineup of this Antifa document and including the mistakes. Yeah. It's like literally, you can tell if someone's copied homework or something because they'll have the exact same mistakes in the exact same way. That's (laughs) what happened here. Yeah, yeah. So um, it was a very interesting reveal there. Um, And I eventually just asked, okay, 
what do you want me to go out? What what position do you want me to denounce? Mm -hmm. um, and they say, no, no, we need you to fully disassociate with them. We need you to uh, renounce their persons as evil as the demand that was given to me. Uh -huh. If you at home are wanting to know what on earth does that mean, renounce their persons as evil, I don't know to this day and I don't think they did. So it's a, it's an undefined uh, demand that was given to me. I have to camp out <laughs> yeah, for yeah, a second because yeah. I got called to the bishop's office here over uh, remarks that a guest made on a show, a recording that I did. And um, I, I think it was their thought that I would just up and quit. And it had yeah. a lot of these tactics, bring your clergy credentials with you. Like yep. he's going to take them from me and then I'm surrounded by people. But it gets to, okay, what do you want from me? The, what, what should I do? And they're looking at each other like, what do we want from him? I said, okay, <laughs> is there an apology? Yeah, there's an apology. Um, okay, d d written? Do you want me to say it? Well, he... Uh, both, both. <laughs> and then, okay, who, who should I say it to? D do you want me to... Well, okay, he should apologize to so-and-so, so-and-so. I said, okay, do you want me to go... I can go in the other room right now and talk to them. At their, do you want me to go from desk to desk and apologize to each one? And then they realize I'm kind of mocking them. And uh, so, yeah, we go down this, and then it finally ends after, you know, five minutes of this with them going, we'll, uh, we'll tell you later what we want from you, you right. know, they're keeping, but it's one of these things where it's just like, man, y'all don't think these things through. Right. You're just counting on me to be so bowled over that I just cry and leave. Right. TJ's heard this recording. Did I, did I recount that falsely at all? No, it was it was exactly as you said it. It was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, I'm listening to this, and I'm like, wow, you guys just... Did not expect this at all. So, I mean, th this is one of the things that's so disheartening about institutions in America right now. They are not led by the smartest or most professional people. Yeah. They're, they're led by uh, unscrupulous, yeah. self-interested people. Right. And that's, that's something that you find uh, across the board because people with any shred of righteousness have to leave because they can't stomach right. it. So what you're left with is a bunch of people that can, who have their consciences seared yeah. and are not bothered by uh, being lazy, by ruining someone's affiliation with their church body, uh, right. uh, speaking evil of them, and then to compel you to speak evil right. of others and disavow their persons. Was that the language? Dis disavow their persons as evil, uh, which is just a word salad. It doesn't mean anything. Like well, I mean, like, uh, w in what circumstances would they be okay with disavowing, like, uh, gay theology as evil and persons who promote it as evil. You I, know, like, uh, where where's this line? Okay, who are the people that we're going to disavow and pronounce as evil and condemn? I mean, that's like, so we don't do that. So this is like uh, basically two hours of recordings and not everything made the uh, publication. Right, okay. But I did ask him eventually, like, who else have we done this for? Like, I can't... Yeah, no, even, that's in the recording, right, yeah. Even if we condemn people, like, we never say their entire person is evil. That's right. insane. Yeah, like, that's that's very I, dramatic. Like I and I, I kind of like I I started poking fun at them a little bit. I was like, "Do you want me to also denounce the things that they get right? Like, do you want me to stop being a Lutheran because they also claim to be Lutheran?" And uh -huh, they're like, "Yeah." They they like, "No, no, obviously not." And I'm like, "Well, no, not obviously because you haven't told me anything." Right, so yeah. They 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 haven't. So if you remember back at the mandate that they were given at that meeting, okay, they sure. were supposed to just discuss with me what's going on, oh. and I'm thrown immediately a, a ultimatum saying do this or else. And well, certainly they that was actually the plan. They told you well, one thing, but then they well, did another. Well, they didn't tell me. They told the elders, the people that unanimously oh. voted for this. So okay. I all that I was told going into this from them was we need to talk to you about your online stuff. 
they completely went past whatever mandate that they got, which should be expected, um, in hindsight especially. Um, but it's uh, definitely not the most trustworthy move, if you will. Yeah. Um, and, and all these clips, you can find them. They're under my name on Twitter and probably a few yeah. other things at this point. I, I would love to go through with them, but I don't know how much time yeah, you on, have for on that. On the show notes, we will put a link to his Twitter handle and then any other links you think right. are helpful, we'll put in the show notes. Okay. So if you want to get into this online world and all of the personalities and details, if you want to hear the recordings, he's got them all there. Yeah. You can scroll down and, and see them. There's tons of them. Like I, There might have been like 60 or so recordings by the end of it or so that okay, I had on I my Okay, I didn't listen to all 60. I uh, listened to like I, Or 40, seven. 60, 50, <laughs> I don't remember, but there was a lot. Did you you didn't you didn't put just one big recording up on the internet somewhere? I mean, I would have loved to, um, but the main place that I can like show this to people because um, get a Substack. I'm, well, I do have a Substack, but uh, we'll get into that in a oh, second right, afterwards. Right. Um, okay. um, I don't directly have one, but um, so Twitter is my main audience. Yeah. And while I am doing this on principle because it's wrong, they shouldn't have done this, and that yeah. needs to be brought to light. There is also the bringing to light aspect. I need to make sure that people see this so that something can be done. Mm -hmm. Twitter is my main audience. Just throwing like 30 minutes of edited footage up on Twitter doesn't do well. And also it's not it's not good for trying to pick out things. Did he say this here? So what I did is I put up clips of uh, this thing was said between me and him and all this other stuff. I yeah, yeah did, you were very it, diligent. Yeah. Uh, and I, if I need to, I can release the full unedited footage to show that I didn't take things out of context at all. Yeah. Um, so... Um, everything's divided into clips by, by topic. Yeah. Um, and like, there was a bunch of very, ins almost terrifying things that were shown to me, or said to me, like, uh, we were going in a back and forth once about, um, uh, what do you believe and you're being associated with these people and whatnot else. And then the, the pastor goes silent. Everyone goes silent. There's just this thick air hanging over the room. And he says, do you want to be a member of this church? And I was like, yeah, I, what do you mean by asking that? That's a, that's like a very aggressive question to just yeah. ask someone in something that's supposed to just be talking about a subject. Yeah. So I've already been thrown an ultimatum. I'm asked, do you want to be a member of this church? Yeah. Um, and then all this other stuff. Uh, by the end of it, um, there, there's a bunch more details in there. We could spend hours course, going through yeah. it. But yeah. um, by the end of it, um, they weren't happy at all. They were, in fact, quite annoyed and angry. Oh, sure. Um, because I... If you don't give them what they want, right. oh, they're yeah. petulant. Yeah, I, yeah. I stood my ground, quite frankly, because I didn't even see a, a shred of reason to go along with them. They didn't substantiate a single thing that they said the entire time they were there. Yeah. Nothing was proven. Um, they just threw out demands at me. Out of respect for them and, and the church, you showed up yeah. to the meeting. Yeah. You you took them seriously and uh, to the point where they determined for you that they can't be taken seriously. Right, exactly. Yeah. I And I... There's like a few questions that may sound leading in these recordings, and and they are, mm -hmm. and it's me just trying to see how serious they are. So yeah. when I asked, "Are you going to do the same to Democrats or something like that, yeah. people that vote for abortion?" Yeah, that's not me saying, "But what about the left?" That's me saying, "Are you doing this to everyone or just me?" Yeah. Like that's me asking, "How much can I trust you guys?" Yeah, and they completely flubbed the question. And they said, "We're only focusing on you." Right. Yeah. They gave me a direct answer in what I was looking for. Uh, so. There is the the aspect of they are ignoring the left and they were just conveniently trying to focus on me. Yeah, is this a principled approach or is this a person right. pers uh, personally a driven? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so and you established this is a personal right. ideological purge. It's right, exactly. not a principled so, response. While it may sound like uh, we're just focusing on you, it may sound like they're trying to bypass the question. They answered yes or no to that question I was really asking, and they gave me a hard yes. We're just focusing on you. Yeah. 
uh, don't care about anyone else. This is a purge. Yeah. So, like, I asked all these questions near the beginning to establish good faith. They completely threw it out the window. Um, you can listen to that for yourself. Um, it's it's all there. Towards the end, they were getting very angry because I did stand my ground. I was like, if they had brought something and they said, "All right, we have these concerns for these reasons. Here's what we're backing it up from. Here's the original source and whatever else things that sure. would be yeah. like respectable to me and anyone else that you'd be accusing." You know, this would have gone much differently. As it I, should, yeah. yeah I would if you are a man of integrity, yeah. you will listen to criticism, criticism yeah. and consider the words of others if they're well-based. Right. Let me let me talk for a second about this principles versus personality thing, because a lot of people would look at you and say, well, what an ego. Like, they clearly don't want him there. He's uh, refusing to go along with them. He's He's... He's this libertarian doing things his own way. He's going to compromise a whole institution for his ego, and that would be a very uncharitable. Uh, yeah, if I were in your shoes, I would not deny I do have some ego invested in this. Probably, I mean, you're a 20 year old young man. I, I mean, I'm still like that at 38, and I was so much worse <laughs> at 20. But even so, there's something. There's this ephemeral value, which is the integrity of an institution, the integrity of a, a movement of people. And if the Lutheran movement is going to mean anything, mm-hmm. then the way it handles these stressors very much matters. Right. And so you're just a layperson. You're just an intelligent layperson with convictions and principles that's showing a mirror to the institution for what it is. And it's 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 not necessarily a selfish thing for you to say, no, I'm not going to let y'all do this. I'm not going to go along with it. Y'all are going to have to do your homework. Mm-hmm. Y'all are going to have to to scrutinize these things and question these things. I'm not going to make this easy for you. And to a certain point, it doesn't have to be about you at all. It's just about the principle of mm-hmm. the thing. And that's what has been so disheartening for me in, in my United Methodist Church mm-hmm. is how few people are willing to gum up the works for the sake of principle. They're just so interpersonally affected by these dynamics that they get out as soon as they can. They just right. uh, react defensively. They don't even care about the integrity of the process or the church. They just selfishly go, I didn't sign up for this. I'm right. out. So it's really cool that you've done what you've done and you've had the energy for it and you've made the you've got your YouTube channel, you've got Twitter, you've done interviews. I discovered you through Jonathan Harris. This is yep. conversations that matter. So you've done well to go around and circulate this information as best my I am gonna push you, you gotta do some long form something for people that are not Twitter yeah, right. minded. Yep. Um, but even so, you've, you've done a lot, so good on you. We can't get into all the specifics mm-hmm. that have happened there, but if someone's interested, have you, have you put together a central article? Uh, okay, so if you want something more for the general yeah. public, there's yes. an article that went out probably, I think, at 11 o'clock last night um, from Tablet Magazine, which is... Uh, oh, great. Tablet's awesome. Tablet is good, um, and it was a... Uh, I've been accused of being an anti-Semite and all this other stuff. It was a very well-written piece, very yeah. even-keeled. Well, and um, Tablet's Jewish. Isn't it? Tablet is Jewish. Yeah. The writer, I believe, might have been. I can't quite remember, uh, but I, I met the writer um, when I was in Chicago. Very nice lady. Um, very nice write-up of this whole thing, and it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit online here and there. Sure. Um, but it's very much in like a all right, I'm an outsider from the perspective of the author. Yeah. Um, I'm an outsider. I have no clue what's going on here. Let's just look into this. She ties in a bunch of other things going on as well, like uh, the FBI had a, a detail that was specifically targeting traditional Catholics recently. That might have heard of that. Yeah, I didn't hear of that, so, but I knew that, yeah, traditional Catholics are getting the crunch. Right, yeah. So Not just from, I mean, from within the church as well. It's right, really, yeah. yeah. 
but also the FBI. So like wow. she she was throwing in all these details where it's yeah. like, so we have a church here that was trying to go after like a at the time a nineteen. Well, heck, it was what ten years ago. It was during the Obama administration. Whenever it was exposed that the IRS was going after right wing oh, yeah, yeah. institutions and still time. are. Like that never stopped really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so this is this is overt. Um, ideological interference from top-down authority right. institution structures. Right, it's, yeah. it's it's censorship and curtailing of political opponents. Yeah. There it is, yeah, so, okay. Um, so, you know, she, that, that was a very good article. It was so, on yeah, tablet. we need to have the link to the tablet article in the show notes. I can get that to you immediately after this. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, cool. <laughs> he's, he's all, TJ's found it. So, um, so okay, great. So if you want to know more about LCMS and what's happened with Mr. Turnipseed here, there was no way for us. I mean, we're already over an hour and fifteen <laughs> minutes, so there's no way for us to uh, do that. But uh, you can do that on your own. And the, the reason, once again, that I wanted to host you, I'm not necessarily wanting to mess with the LCMS. <laughs> I am wanting to mess mm -hmm. with an ideology that's that's mm -hmm. hostile and taking over and has ruined and compromised so many institutions that 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 we need. I don't think we yeah. can do well without institutions. I think we right. need institutions. They're but natural. When, the institutions are natural. Yeah. Yeah, like hierarchy. Right, yeah. exactly. So so we need these things, but if we're not willing to fight for them, then we have no right to expect that they're they're going to do well right. or service as they ought. So that's the 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 role you're serving. Uh, we need we need to end with where are things now? Right. With you. Um just before I'll, I'll get there very okay. quickly, but okay. on that on that point uh about, you know, this thing that's infecting all the institutions. Yes. Um that was a very big realization, especially for the Lutherans, because before this, a bunch of the more conservative Lutherans were very insular. Um, they thought that, all right, the sort of lefty, moderate Lutherans in the LCMS might be bad, but the Calvinists are worse because they get this one thing wrong from that is like sacraments or something like that. Yeah, Calvinists so that, really are the bogeyman. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of everyone, yeah. Uh -huh, so yeah. That was kind of how they were before all this. Uh -huh. There's been a striking realization now, and for, for the better, I would say, um, that a conservative, like an actual conservative Lutheran, has much more in common with an actual conservative Methodist than they do with a moderate or lefty Lutheran that's pushing all of us. Mm -hmm. Same with a conservative Calvinist, conservative Anglican, Catholic, yeah. whatever else. That you and I have much more in common, right. being just like traditional in our traditions. Yeah, um, we have legit. Christians. We have legit disagreements yes, where we we're do. a part of the same Christianity. We yeah. have the same basic truth with a capital T. Right. We let's get back to the good old days where we were fighting each other over the legit <laughs> theology. When when we're all poisoned from this otherworldly ideology that uses our lexicon but means right. opposite things, that's it's just a miserable place in history where right. we are. It is, and so I've I've advocated quite a lot. Um, if you go back a few years ago, I would be sort of in that sort of insular, pig-headed Lutheranism where it was our guys are nothing. Um, I've very much uh, changed tune. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's a much it's a very much a worthwhile investment to make sure that the uh, the traditional conservative, the actual guy, uh, the actual Christians in a in a different tradition, mm -hmm. went out. Um, yeah. I would much rather have a community full of uh, traditional, actual Presbyterians, Methodists, Baptists, and whoever else mm -hmm. than I would having them have a community full of these sort of uh, Antifa Lutheran types that will purge you at a at the drop of a hat. Apparently, yeah, it's a because one of these groups acts as Christians, the other ones will purge you for political gain and all these other things, which is very clearly just unchristian yeah. in, in action. So, well, and someone sympathetic to that would go, conservative Christians are the purgers, and <laughs> to which we would say that's I would say that's the iron law of woke projection. Yeah, right, They're, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we don't have to go further down that road. 
unless you want to. I no, guess. no, yeah. I, I, that, that's a, anyone that thinks that conservatives are doing the purging just has not like taken a look at what's happening and who's getting kicked out. Um, I don't think lefties are getting purged from all these denominations for being leftists anymore. Mm-hmm. In fact, usually it's a sign of respectability if you just show the uh, international community, look at how many diverse left-wing opinions that we have that we're putting in our books. It's mm-hmm. a, it's quite the opposite now. The conservatives are getting purged, um, and the everyone else has the prestige. So mm-hmm. it is absolutely projection. So um, just f- to put a put a point on that. Um, you know, I, I and everyone else should be supporting these uh, people that are on side in the struggle across denominations. Mm-hmm. That's not to say we all need to agree on everything. You and I would have disagreements on doctrine, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's you and I have much more in common than you know Antifa. Yeah, <laughs> so we have shared <laughs> values and presuppositions right. that we can count on, and a shared lexicon where we actually mean right. the same stuff. Exactly. We don't share that with right. with folks on the left. Um, so. And then to, to top that all off, where I am right now. Um, so after that whole meeting ended, they walked out in anger. I had a, slam, a fist slammed at the table at me, um, which was on recording. Very, very friendly conversation uh-huh. that they were supposed to carry yeah. out. They're trying to care for you, Brian. Right, yeah. And care looks like that, buddy. And, and that's basically what they told me afterwards. And mm-hmm. I published this in that thread as well in the uh, collection of uh, documents and videos mm-hmm. was I got a... I have a friend in St. Louis who's a psychologist, a trained psychologist, and I showed uh, showed them the uh, message that I got in there. Like, this is just classical manipulation. Right, I don't know yeah. what more you want me to say. And I was like, <laughs> well, okay. So we had this uh, meeting. There was a sort of manipulative uh, ending to it. Yeah. Um, and then they go back to the church after a few weeks, and the guy gives a summary, the pastor gives a summary of this meeting that just does not match anything that happened by the recording. Uh, and I didn't publish these recordings. Once again, this was like a, a security. Yeah. So I wasn't taking these recordings just to like show everyone how wrong everyone sure, else yeah. is. It so was I was defense, a, yeah. I was reading through his summary of this whole thing, and I was like listening back to the recording, and I'm like, that's not at all what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told that to my dad, and so he wrote one of his letters where he just goes through the summary that the pastor gave, basically sentence by sentence, and just dismantles it from what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't sit well with. Uh, the board of elders or the pastor. Uh, the board of elders uh, start to conglomerate with the pastor at this point in time, um, and they start deliberating putting me under what's called the minor ban. Um, in Lutheranism, that's a fancy word. Um, basically, it just means the pastor's not, you're not kicked out, but the pastor's not going to communion because he has some worries about you, is the uh, summary on that, which can be used if That's you... practical excommunication. Practical, but it's there, there's a proper use for it. Okay. So if you find like a couple is fornicating or something, you would put them under the minor band until they married. Oh, okay. It, sure. Things like that. Yeah. Um. So they they're still in the congregation. They're just not in. They're commuting. not doing. Yeah. They're not commuting. So, yeah. um. I was placed. I was placed under that eventually. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Um. And that's where I am right now. It's basically the step immediately before excommunication. I don't intend to back down on the things that I've said. Um. Just because no one's shown me how they're wrong. Like, uh, I haven't even encountered a counter-argument to me to show here's where I've erred to say, all right, I've erred, and I believe in this now. Yeah. So I, I'm not really going to back down after so pitiful of a of an instruction. Hypothetically, mm-hmm. if they actually did do yeah. their due diligence, they provided you uh-huh. in print with right. things yeah, that yeah. you had said yeah. and uh, that were problematic, yeah. you would be willing, if you agreed... Yeah. That this does not conform to a Christian virtue, you would be willing to repent. And right. Yeah. So if they like prove to me, yeah, yeah, proved that 
I've done wrong. Yeah. I would say, fine, I did wrong here. I recant it. We can move on. Yeah. Um, but that hasn't happened because they are um, demanding that I renounce these people's persons. As and they, evil. As evil, uh, which is still not really a Christian. I, I can't, I've read a lot uh, in the last few years. Um, when I converted to Lutheranism as a sophomore, I immediately started going to Christian history just because, um, for better or worse, Baptists don't tend to teach you that stuff. Yeah. Um, so I was reading through all these older Christians. I don't think I came across that phrase once in any of the people that I read. So yeah. I don't. I don't really think that this is a good faith and uh, organic response to me doing something wrong. I think probably what's happened is they saw the letter come down from the president. Maybe we're strong-armed behind the scenes. Speculation. Can't prove that. Mm-hmm. Um, just just a guess on my part. They're probably strong-armed behind the scenes and told to get rid of me, and this is probably what's happened. Yeah. Um, so I don't intend to give in to that. Um, it's a... And, like. It's almost insulting how they've gone about this, and this might be where the ego shines through. Mm-hmm. So they haven't even like dignified me by providing a proper response to the things that have happened. They haven't given me counter arguments or stuff. They've just they expected me to just fold over. Yeah, they did. Which They're kind the of ones insults that me. are in charge. You're supposed to be silent and ashamed and afraid, right. and let them do with you as you want, as they want. Right. And on that note, as well, after the fact, when they were sort of summarizing this event to the uh, parishioners and the elders and whoever else was in on this meeting, but I wasn't because I'm not an elder, um, <clears throat> they came up with a charge after the fact oh. that I was in error, I was in sin, because I was teaching theology while not being an ordained pastor. Y'all can't teach or- <laughs> theology when you're not ordained? Well, once upon a time you could, and it was until like a few months ago, apparently. This is a... What this happened is, is that's they, crazy. It, it's a crazy. Wait, you guys confess the priesthood of all believers. We do. So this, you might see the contradiction here. That's um, crazy. And that they're completely, they're false. Is what happened. They took a few quotes out of context. Um, so in that confessional documents that we talked about at the beginning, there's a line that's saying concerning the church, the only people who can teach and administer sacraments are pastors. What that means is the only people who can preach and administer sacraments for like a service for the church is yeah. the pastor. Yeah, very very basic statement there. Yeah, United they, Methodists are the same. Yeah, yeah, they took that to mean that only pastors can teach at all, to try to find a place in which I had erred. It's, it's that's sort of, that's bonkers, dude. You know the. Uh, I hope you've misunderstood <laughs> things. That's just not sustainable. That's it's not, not sustainable, and I. It's not that I've misunderstood things because I asked them and pressed them on this twice, mm-hmm. and this is in that thread. It was in an email. Do y'all have a judiciary that you would? Uh, nope. or, no, so it's they all can congregational. Just okay, yeah. okay. Um, for better and, or worse. And your pastor has made it clear that he's not on your side. He's not your advocate, right? I mean, if, he'll say he is, but then he'll do stuff like this where he's saying, you're in sin because you're teaching people without being ordained, which is apparently a requirement as of March or April of 2023. Is That's he going to fire all his church's Sunday school I mean, teachers? I was tempted to ask him if he was going to throw out half our confessions because they were written by people that weren't ordained. Yeah, The Augsburg Confession was written by a guy called Philip Melanchthon, uh, was not a. An I didn't ordained. know Melanchthon wasn't ordained. No, he wasn't. Okay. Not in his entire life. So, I I don't know what that says. That the proof for saying that I'm sinning by teaching was written by a guy who was not ordained and teaching. So, has, has so within the Twitter sphere, you've got all kinds of support and and YouTube. Well, I mean, and real life as well. So, well, that's my concern. Like, yeah. it, there's no there's no reason why it should have gone this far. They should have yes. backed off a long time yeah. ago. As as soon as. 
as soon as they realized that they were using an Antifa document as their sole source of evidence against me, that should have been the red flag in their minds that maybe this isn't the right thing to do, but they kept on anyways, and yeah, they still entrenched. continued. Yeah. So is there any world... So do you think that they're just going to follow the process through and excommunicate you and do what they want, or do you think that there is any world in which public pressure can shame them into recanting and backing off? I don't actually know the answer to that, and I would... Uh, so I've been... I do a bunch of other things as well. Um, this pen right here, my friends and I are founding a fraternal organization. So I've been out of state off and on for like the last five weeks or so well, meeting with these people. In, uh, an undergrad program, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, but that's in Stillwater. That's at OSU. So. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. that was up north. I, no, I, I, that, that was for the fraternal organization that I'm founding with okay. my friends. So I haven't been able to go to church. This was planned before any of this took off. This was a plan from last fall. Mm -hmm. So this happening or not, I was going to be gone for this like five or five week period or so. Mm -hmm. I haven't been back to see what they plan on doing. I haven't heard anything from them directly. I got a text message a few days ago from a congregant basically just saying, we heard why you haven't been showing up to church. And I said, oh, so you were told about the fact that I'm founding a fraternal organization with my friends. And they were kind of like, uh, no, we were told you weren't showing up because of online stuff. And I was like, well, you were told wrong, so maybe that should uh, tell you about some of the other things you were told. Uh -huh. um, so, sounds like rumors are just being spread about me. Yeah, controlling information is unfortunately, I mean, it's just the name of the game, Yeah, and, and that's what's so frustrating. We would like to think that personal righteousness counts for something, right? and uh, we live at a point in history where it really doesn't, yeah. you know? And, I mean, that kind of stinks, but it's also, you know, when you have uh, Ravi Zacharias being such a public, mm -hmm. great interlocutor for Christianity and then being exposed after he died. You, we've just kind of learned there isn't anyone that you can trust. There right. is no one who's beyond reproach. So the only option really is to do the research mm -hmm. and get into the nitty-gritty. And when you have an entire populace that has just had things spoon-fed to them right. for forever Ever, yeah it's really hard for them to learn to actually use those muscles so god help us god help the lcms <laughs> uh, i've i've been publicly critiquing the united methodist church not to just be mean-spirited but i hope they really can get it together yeah. i got clear because i uh, th that i uh, my churches were going to get harmed if i spoke out publicly so we got clear but i'm hoping that these institutions can turn around and reclaim their heritage yeah. and reclaim some integrity I hope that for the LCMS, uh, man, and long term, I would love if there was some kind of ecumenical combining of our tribes just going, hey, we saw how things can fall apart. Let's come together. Let's figure things out. That's way down the road. But for right now, we just got to get clear on where uh, the threat is. And right. And on the fine point that I might disagree due to my Lutheranism, but uh, <laughs> we can we can both at least still agree um, that we have a much bigger enemy. We have more in common you and I, yeah. across these denominational bounds just as Christians, yeah. um, than the people who apparently just have no honor at all and will spread rumors about you if you leave, leave the state for too long, apparently. so. Well, we need bold people. I Through starting this, I get to interview bold people all the time. We just need more bold people. So if you've enjoyed hearing Ryan talk, uh, I hope he's encouraged you. I hope he's given you some courage for whatever. If you are in the midst of a corrupt institution, maybe you have a role to play. Uh, but we've talked long enough. We're going to cut this one off. Um, we'll put uh, links in the show notes uh, how you can support and connect with Ryan and what he's about. And uh, whether you're Lutheran or Methodist or some other ungodly uh, faction, um, we'll, we'll just pray for our institutions and try and be salt and light in the midst of a very 
bland and dank and dark world. So keep shining like stars. I'll see you later.